to the Beard Pod with me, G. Episode 3, July 2023. Nights are fair drowning, eh? <laughs> um, aye, well, anyway, thanks for coming back again. It's awfully good to see you again. Um, I've listened to your feedback and disregarded it yet again, although some of you said I've not talked about beards very much. So what I think I'm going to do, I'll tell you a wee bit about beard products and shit like that, because, you know, everybody likes different things. But I'll tell you what I like and what makes my beard so fucking magnificent. So first in the menu, something I've been using for the last year is uh, the Audacious Beard Company's uh, Beard Soap Bar. And it's I started using it, oh, June 2022, and it's just running out now. Proper block of old-fashioned soap. Now, it's, for, it's shampoo for your beard, but, you know, you can use it in your paws if you want. Um, it's dead good. It's about seven quid. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, and it's and if you want Prime, it gets delivered for nothing. Great stuff. So straight into the beers then. First beer of July uh, was named one named after me. It was called Arrogant Bastardale. Uh, funnily enough, from Arrogant Bastard Bowie. It was a proper, proper dark red ale. Um, smelled like a proper old man pint. You might get in the sort of the, the Jingling Geordie in Edinburgh. Um, real meal in a glass. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me growing up, proper thick, proper chunky boy brew. And I gave that a solid 4 out of 5 on Untapped. I had a wee Asvex brew after that, a nice IPA by the name of Rat Limousine. Very classy. It's a, a bit of a pea and ham soup of an IPA. Looks good, smells good, tastes good. And I went brrrrap like that, like some kind of mental rapper at the end. And. <laughs> And that was a 4.25 on the fucking beer Pokemon. So a new style on me after that, Ian. Um, it was an oak-aged black ale. And that's called Oladu from uh, Harveston. Nice wee brewery with a wee mouse on the label. Oh. Uh, blacker than a coal miner's nose. Completely opaque. It was like flat cola. It was really rich and malty and had a kind of kick of whiskey at the end. Uh, I think it, it was a bit a bit too cold, so I let it warm up. Definitely quaffable. And it, when, when it got warmer, it was a lot not nicer than the, the old palate. Not really what I like. It was more of a sort of, uh, I would have said it was more of a port than an ale. But there you go, who am I? Um... I do believe this was sort of aged in, in uh, whiskey barrels. Highland Park, I think. So, there you go. Learn something new every day. Uh, 3.25 on Untapped for that. I wasn't that sure. But, you know, I'd definitely give it a try. See what you think of it. Oh, no, supermarket beer. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, 71 Bruins, uh, double IPA, rolling coaster. Fucking hell. Oh. Smoother than Lindsay Don McKenzie's biff, but a bit less foamy. Uh, we bit of a tang of an aftertaste. It was a bit sexy as well. Yeah, enjoyed this one. Uh, that was a solid four. Now, obviously, you guys know I am a sucker for uh, for Williams Brothers Joker. I've tried most of the different sort of permutations of it, but the Juicy Joker, <laughs> disappointment in a can. Absolutely gutted. Not something I'd say about something from Williams Brothers, sort of the Joker line. But the New England IPA variant, uh, pretty bland, nondescript. Um, 
Yeah, you know I love a joker, so it's a real drop of piss to the scratch in your eye. <laughs> uh, gave us 2.75. Um, not a reflection on William Brothers as a, as a sort of overarching theme, but I didn't really like this New England IPA. Sorry, fellas. Now, Hipsway from Williams, on the other hand, that was smashing. That was a, an IPL, uh, India Pale Lager. Yeah, I can hear you. High praise indeed, coming from someone that doesn't like lager. <laughs> uh, it's none of your ashes they pish here. I was, it was good, it was good, it was good. You know, not a massive lager drinker, not a massive fan of lager in general. But this was lovely, it was a really, real nice drink out the out the chiller. Went down really well. Uh, I gave that a 3.75, sorry, 3.75. I'm looking at my notes here like a twat. Um... Aye, purely because it was a lager. If it had been, um, I don't know, a bit, bit more of a hoppy lager, I reckon it would have crept up to the four there. But yeah, guess I'll try it out because you never know what you're going to like. Oh, a cheeky weenie and raptor. Oh, session IPA for a lovely Friday night, this one was. Summertime clothes. Oh, it's as familiar as your favourite t shirt just as comfy to sit around and relax with oh it was juicy 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 it made me do that um sort of clicky num 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 thing so that one stayed good stayed good solid four on untapped for that one oh geez this shit's thicker than cold custard drier than a jack d routine overtone are not fucking about with all or nothing proper panches and double the dry hopped double ipa here oh it's fucking so dry. It's very, very dry. My, my lips went all sort of dry of drinking it. <laughs> it's like going, licking my lips. Ah, good so solid good. 8%er. You can never go far wrong with an overtone. You know that. So, you know, crack on with this one. You ain't going to go wrong. Uh, that was 4.5 on the Lankatron. I'm not even going to attempt to <laughs> pronounce this one from Asvex. Right, no, I, I will. Because these scouse scaly legs make some Awfully good beers, absolute killer beers. So, uh, my my Corhizel Network, write me a letter if I'm getting that wrong. I don't really care. I'm trying my best. Um, it's a, a mouthful of an IPA in more ways than one. Um, looks like a broken public pisser. Tastes like singed tramp pubes and an all-round winner for me. Yes. Uh, 4.75 for that one. We're creeping up there. We're creeping up. We're all gay for overtone. One of the finest beers in Scotland. And uh, Promise of the Night, it's a proper uh, double dry hopped IPA and a wee smasher. Got a proper bitterness to it. Um, that stuff you put in your fingernails stop you biting. <laughs> it's kind of like that, drier than a Cabell's Tadger. Um, it tastes really familiar, but tastes really new as well. Uh, this is one of my contenders for the beer of the month. Uh, again, that was a 4.75. I got out to play again. I was through in Glasgow. I took my daughter and her pal to some anime comic convention thing. It was full of fucking smelly cosplayers and furries. Oh, anyway, so I dropped them off and fucked off immediately to the pub. Uh, so I went to I went to the Raven. Nice wee pub. Some smashing scran in there as well. Jesus Christ! Oh, I had this burger and it was it had uh, chilies on it, uh, red and green chilies. It had. Chili chili, if you know what I mean. 
<laughs> jolly, jolly. Um, it was uh, beef and chorizo chili, a big slab of cheese, and homemade hot sauce, and a massive pile of chips. It was fab. I was stuffed, but my lips were all burning and sore, so I had to have a beer. It was fucking roasting on that day, and I'd got a New England IPA from Cold Town Beer, and that was what it's called, New England IPA. Fucking delicious bay. Yeah, did good. Loved it. Uh, went down well. Uh, it was a 4.25 on the old unspanked. I moved around the corner from an extra drink to the, the Shilling Brewing Company bar. It looks like an old bank. Probably is. Uh, guys, what's with these fucking uncomfy seats and tap rooms? Jesus Christ. I'm nearly 47. And I'm knackered. I am. I spent 22 years in the military. My body's fucked. Give us some comfy seats. Is it too much to ask? Not these rickety plastic stools or those weird metal stools that dig into your arse cheeks. Um, the chair I had, oh Christ, oh, it was like, it was like it was trying to have sex with my hips. Fucking sharp bits and rough bits and it was wobbling about all over the shop. And the table was brass and smelled like a fucking dirty two pence. A wee bit of comfort goes a long way. Anyway, New England IPA from two towns down. I had in there absolute bloody bruiser televised mind proper murky kicked like a mule that was sired by an unholy union between a donkey and Jean-Claude Van Damme maybe a little bit too drying for me but it was so good yeah so good uh, that was a solid four I think that's maybe because the drying side brought it a wee bit down for me but yeah get some of that down you good and I skipped round the corner again to the instant gun tap room in Glasgow uh, innocent gun love you to bits fellas but why are your tap rooms so fucking dingy Jesus I was sitting with my torch on Christ almighty would it kill you to put a fucking 40 watt light bulb up or something <sighs> anyway smelling like line dried Y fronts haze halo from 71 brewing absolute delight to drink it was roasting like I said uh, in the city it always gets too hot uh, I love a hazy IPA and this one was lovely and cool and refreshing um, but fuck, yeah, innocent gun. Put some Wendy's in. Uh, what was his Halo again? Oh, I, who was that? Yeah, that was a four. Good stuff. <laughs> July is holiday time. Yes. I'm not going on away anywhere this year because we're skint. So it's two weeks at home. And as I record this, I'm going to be heading into the town to meet the family for some dinner and I'm going to sneak in and go to the pub beforehand. Don't tell anybody. So there'll be more carnage like there was at the weekend. <laughs> anyway, Holly's a great excuse for a beer. Uh, I've got Verdant's Brew, sorry, and I've got Verdant Brew's sexually named IPA. It's all cachorro volume at I think that may be Italian. I don't know if this is Spanish. Ugh. Anyway, sponsored by Casual Racism. This beer could not be more balanced if it was in the head of uh, Philippe Petit. Uh, and it's got a nice head in it that kind of suited out my moustache because I hadn't had my beard done yet. <laughs> uh, 4.5 on the Pister scale for that one. Really enjoyed it. So I've had this overtone brew kicking about my, my beer cover for a wee while now. Opaque dankness. And it 
totally nudge my shitteress with its uh, hoppy love stock. What a double dry hop IPA. Uh, turns out it's been about three years since I tried this one. So I was giving it another review. It's a good solid 6%. Or I can't imagine what I give it or untap, but it was probably dead good. <laughs> um, you just can't go wrong with, with an overtone. You cannot go wrong. There's been a couple that I've not really liked. But in fact, there's been one, the Blood Orange one, that I hated. But apart from that, they've always been either good or dead good. You know what I mean. So, beer of the month, all day long. Big Brewery's IPA, not from Concentrate. Oh, it's like being dry humped by a dwarf. You're unsure at first. Now you can't get enough. Oh, what a taste. Looks like phlegm as well. <laughs> so it was totally in there. Uh, proper dead good beer. And my phone's locked itself, so I can't tell you what I gave it on untapped. Oh, come on. Unlock, you giant arsehole. I hate phones. I really do. Uh-uh. 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 Yes, let me in. 4.75 on untapped. Solid. There was no why is up next. Double IPA from Verdant. Certainly different. Uh, it's got a, a unique sort of flavoursome tang. And I made a funny Ewok noise when I drank it. What more can I say? Uh, it's got sort of a, a modern kind of tenants laid on it as well with an invisible swimsuit. So there we go. Uh, that was a, a 4.5. went to Dunfermline to meet my pal Mark where we're going to have a couple of civilised pints and it it started off that way but <laughs> unfortunately it didn't end up that way but we'll get to that in a minute so I went for a wee warmer at the butts in uh, Witherspoons in Dunfermline I believe it's called the Guildhall Linen Exchange it's Witherspoons in it they do some half decent beers don't turn your nose up at it it depends where you go and when you go, what kind of good beer you're going to get. If you want to go there for your Stellas and your tenants, that's fine. But they always do a half-decent beer, so you can't really go wrong. And it's cheap as well, uh, which is always a winner. So I treated myself a wee Orkney Breweries uh, IPA. It's called Cliff Edge. And it's bra. It was sturdy. It was a multi-pint of old-fashioned beer. It was dead good. Uh, went down a treat. Uh, 4.25 on unspiked so Mark and I we went to the Caledonian Craft Beer Merchant we got fucking gubbed <laughs> luckily I remembered to take photos of all the beer and then had to do some research on the Monday afternoon to find out what exactly the fuck I'd drank uh, I was a wee bit obnoxious when I got home so there we go I think I had about how many did I have? I think seven Seven pints, which isn't a lot, but when you think about it, if they're all like six, seven, eight, nine percent, catches up with you, catches up with you, it really does. But the first one I had at Collins Gaff, <laughs> uh, Captain Parry, you cannot go wrong with Overtone, Don Will Thunder, absolutely sublime, double dry hopped IPA. Uh, I should really stuck to this all afternoon to try and mitigate the dribbling, drunken up Loshik's twat I became a walk home. But there we go. I had a fun afternoon. Uh, and this was a good start. That uh, was a 4.75. Another double dry hopped IPA. And a fucking rip snorter from Alpha Delta Beer. Uh, Talia, I believe that's how you say it. Uh, probably the best one I had on the Sunday afternoon. Uh, so good that I let Mark have a wee shot and he went, ooh, that's nice. 
that was a solid five. The colour of it as well. Whoa. We're into research territory with this Cromarty brew. <laughs> it's a Westwood IPA. Uh, I couldn't remember what it was called. But uh, my good pal, Paul. Try saying that six times fast. Good pal, Paul. Good pal, Paul. Good pal, Paul. That. He reliably informed me it was called AKA. Uh, really good. And I'm glad I managed to try it before him and Colin scuppered the entire lot. <laughs> uh, it was a, a 4.75 on Untapped. Next beer is sort of a, a mantra I kind of stick to. Live deliciously. That's from Vocation. A bloody good double dry hop IPA. You can tell there's a kind of pattern form in here. Uh, tastes like wet mud and smelt like Brick Baker's glove after a bit of a slobber knocker. There it was a good gin. Uh, again, it had a heavy metal label, so I had to buy it. Big goat on it. That was a 4.5. Decided to try and take it easy after that one. <laughs> With uh, buy it, use it, break it, fix it from Neon Raptor. Uh, yet another brewer that can do no wrong in my eyes. Uh, this was a New England IPA. It was tradelish. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty pish by then. and was talking more bollocks than usual. But it was really good beer. Now, if you ever look at the... Uh, the Instagram page, you can see the size of the head on it. That's how, <laughs> that's how sober I was by then, flinging it in the fucking glass, like not a care in the world. Uh, that was a, a 4.25. So I rounded off my afternoon in style by with some wife beater from Innocent Gun. You know, their, their lager isn't that bad. It's I do find it kind of sharp and acidy. Um, and I'm thinking this is maybe the explanation behind my obnoxiousness. <laughs> Fucking drinking shitty lager. Yeah. One of the reasons I stay away from lager, I learned that a long time ago. It just makes me an arsehole, so drink proper beer. Uh, that was a 2.5, I'm afraid. Smack bang in the middle, because it's, no, it's not good, but it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not shite. It's, uh, it'll do in a pinch. It's not as bad as tenants. So there you go. Right, so I've got a bonk on for uh, Big Brewery. Big whoop, wanna fight about it? Slow is a proper chonky boy of a double IPA. Not in the looks good, tastes good too. It's kind of like a, a horse pissing your wellies and you, like, you didn't notice and you wrung out your socks in that glass at the end of a long, hot day. That was a good one. Yeah. But so, so opaque and lovely. And, you know, these... Uh, the artwork in the beak cans, they're, they're pretty damn good. They're kind of mim, minimalist. Oh, fuck. They're minimalist. That's better. Um, this one looks like it's done by a four-year-old with crayons. But uh, who am I, you know? Better than I can drop. And I gave that 4.5 and untapped. Named after the eponymous Pointy Head Festival in Padstow. Os Os we was. <laughs> <laughs> us, us, we was. Us, us, we was. I like saying that. Us, us, we was. Everybody say it now. Us, us, we was. Um, that is from Verdun. Um, that came really highly recommended from Pete at the Beer Hive. Uh, it's also got my picture on it. A wee kind of guy with a beard with bits of grey in it. All right. Proper job, as they say down there. I lived in the West Country for seven and a half years. Loved it. Love to go back one day. 
In fact, they're planning on going down this summer, but it's a fucking 12 and a half hour drive with the kids. Nah, you're fine. And then I looked at trains, maybe have a, a wee long weekend. Like 500 quid for a bloody train. That's nuts. I've got a veteran's rail card, right? If I get the train from where I live to Edinburgh, off peak, it's like £3.20 return. Magic. Perfect price for a 20 minute trip on a train. Yeah, I get that it takes ages and ages and ages on the train, but you know, let the train take the strain, as you used to say. And Christ, they want you to not take the car, but they make the train so expensive that you can't afford it. Never mind. Anyway, proper job, double IPA. And I did a funny monkey man kind of walk back to my chair whilst uh, chanting his name like that boy at the Temple of Doom. He's pulling folks' hearts out and that, eh? Us as we us, us as we us. Anyway, 4.75 on Untapped. New brewery time. Well, for me at least. Two flints. This is what I did when I opened Big Phil. Crack it again. Yeah. Knocked it out of the park with this um, EastEnders themed <laughs> double IPA. It says it's called Big Phil. Um, powerful one, two, sort of a uh, nasal, then oral assault. Uh, kind of made it more like uh, Lewis Butler and Phil Mitchell. Good stuff. Thanks very much. And that was a 4.75. Hmm. Right. I'm not normally one to criticise Stuart Brewing because I really like the stuff. But this uh, double dry hopped New England IPA, Clara Rosa, it was really, really sedimenty. If you check out the Instagram post, you can actually see lumps floating <laughs> in this beer. Um, really sedimenty. Is it meant to be like that? Who knows? It's like a big bloody fruit jelly. I mean, you used to get them at school. Um, we'd have a, a jelly and they'd have like, bits of, I don't know, like peach and apple and weird manky fruit floating in it. Now, don't get me wrong, massive props to those guys because it was a, an International Women's Day connection. Uh, tasted good, but the lumps really put me off. Uh, yeah, guys, is it is it meant to be like that? Did I get a bad can? Um, give us a shout, let me know because like I say, it was otherwise, it was a tasty beer. Uh, I went middle of the road with that one and gave it a solid three on untapped. Another new ski brew ski with uh, Yikes Brew Company. Now, where has Yikes been all my life? Their Granton Bay IPA. It poured a little limply. Looked really plain. But Christ, what a taste. Uh, it's like uh, when that, that old boy got, got wanked off with a cheese grater by that escort used to go on Channel 4. <laughs> Oh, God, that was horrible viewing. Uh, I need more Yikes in my life. Um, I had a good chat with the guys from Yikes. <laughs> sent, them the, sent them the YouTube link to that programme. I think it gave them nightmares forever. <laughs> uh, interestingly enough, they're sharing brew space with Otherworld right now. So they're in good company. Uh, two outstanding uh, Edinburgh brewers. I'm going to be looking for more of Yikes. And if you're listening, guys, I take an XL and T-shirts. Uh, that was 4.5 and untapped. Right, Sure Shot Brew, Bossack to the bus. With our double dry hopped IPA. Now that's what I call Sure Shot Volume 100. Where are the other 99 volumes? That's what I want to know. Um, 
comes across a bit understated and then scooshes you right in the gub and the smell goes up your nose and I think if this brew was a, a beer was a, a sex wee uh, it would be sex wee plain and simple another good one from Sure Shot uh, it was a 4.5 and untapped as well back to Stuart Brewing now they've got a sort of spin-off brand called uh, Bean Brewing I believe it's called uh, or pronounced anyway who knows bloody Scottish people and their silly birds ugh Ah, uh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> so this is a, a, a little exclusive brew, uh, brand, sorry. Um, and this is a New England IPA, and it's called Bean Hazy. Uh, it's like, like I say, it's a mini brand offshoot from uh, from Stuart that goes straight to, to Little. I'm going to check some more of these out because they're pretty good. Um, it's got a subtle tartness to it. Uh, it makes you go back wanting another taste to try and get that taste back again. It's a bit like heroin, I suppose. A bit more-ish. <laughs> Absolutely cracking budget beer. Uh, or if you want to sort of get onto the wanky beer train, this is a, probably a gateway beer for you. It was a couple of quid, if that. Go and check it out immediately. And uh, That was 3.75 on Untapped. Right, cards on the table time. Totally honest review of this uh beer from 71 Brewing a hazy session IPA by the name of Hop Rockin' Beats I thought it was going to be shit it smelled carroty and really sour when I popped the top and poured it in the glass it took ages to settle, there was a massive head on it looked crap but you know, it, it was actually smoother than a liquidised baby, um, when you drink it it even feels soft if you know what I mean uh, another little gem so get down and have a, a wee drink of this one again only a couple of quid you can't go wrong with that and I got a hefty 3.75 run tap for that bugger and can you believe that July is nearly over and we're almost into August 2023 Jeez, oh, I sound so old. The time really flies, doesn't it? <sighs> Shut up, you old twat. So, leading into the last weekend then, it was uh, another little exclusive with Magic Rock Brewing's Big One Haze. It's a, a hazy pale ale, but it tastes a bit... Uh, laggery? Now, now, don't get me wrong, it was dead good. Refreshing. But there's something missing, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um, it's like, like when you're pissed and you can't find a bird's devil's doorbell uh, I gave that a 3 on Untapped purely because I felt like there was something missing um, again another good cheap beer from Lidl and you can't really go wrong if you're looking to get into the old wanky beers I got out to play one last time this month I was down in my local The Ferry Tap uh, proper old man pub that's why I like it uh, and I had a Pentland IPA from Stuart Brewing the last time I had that, it was, oh, back in January, I believe. Hello, Future G here. It was actually October 2022. Silly twat. And it was uh, it was basically watery pish. Wasn't very good at all. But this time around, um, semi-opaque, tastes like a Scottish IPA. So I'm guessing it was just like a, a shite barrel or something and I was quite happy to, to bump that up to, to a 3.75 from a, a 1.5 at the start of the year 
Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Who's that from? It's from Lone Island. Yeah, pale ale. Softer than marshmallows, biff, and fluffier than sheep's pubes. Good, good beer. Really enjoyed this one. Uh, automatically got a five out of five and untapped because of the uh, Evil Dead reference. And went down really well. Good stuff. Never known sharks like it. Now this takes elements of Verdant's Whale Sharks Double IPA and Rivington Brewer Company's Never Known Fog Like It New England IPA. Big juicy tangerine flavours and a, a subtle lime zest bitterness at the end. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it tastes like a sunbaked wank sock and hits harder than a glancing blow to the testicles. Ah, oh, good beer, solid thick one as well, and it's kind of got like a a Joker-esque type theme, like out of Batman, like all the purples and stuff like that. It's dead good. Um, all right, that was a four point five and untapped, and I seem to be developing a catchphrase here, isn't it? Hey, that was dead good. Shut up, G. Last couple of beers for the month. So we've got a, a mighty hoppy, mighty bitter, and well, mighty sedimenty overtone here. Fuck sticks. Yep, double IPA, 99 IBUs. Tastes like the business end of a firework, but look like someone's been playing with themselves in a bath full of piss. Uh, if you've seen the story on my Instagram, you oh, it's so sedimenty. Uh, proper, proper murky. Had to mark it down a bit for that, but not much, because it was a great tasting brew, and I gave that a solid four. And I've been looking forward to this two flints all week, uh, after the one I had the other week. Uh, Donk, it's got a great name. <laughs> Absolute pleasure to drink. Uh, double dry hopped hazy pale. Uh, it was like some kind of homemade booze lemonade. Uh, completely fresh as well. Very, very nice. 4.25. And so rounding off July really, really nicely. Uh, nice little slut puppy from Stuart Brewing by the name of Urelic. It was a mosaic IPA. Tasted just as good as it looked. And another beer from Lidl. Pop your craft cherry on that one. That was a solid 4.25. And that, my uh, drunken friends, is July 2023. All that's left is to say thanks very much for listening to my pish. <laughs> We've gone well over 30 minutes this month, but I think that's probably good in a way. So I'm not kind of, I've not been padding it out, I don't think, but there we go. I've got a couple of things that I'd like you to consider before hitting that stop button and consigning me to your memory. Um, if you follow the Instagram page, you will have seen that I've launched a Patreon. Now, I'm a money-grubbing cunt, I know that, but what are you going to do? All this has cost, costs money in some way, buying beers, equipment for the podcast, etc. Um, just generally getting decent content for you. If you can sling a quid my way, that'd be awesome. If not, then fash, it's fine. Um, link down below in the show notes. Again, if you can like and subscribe and all that shite, and... Leave a wee review for me. That would be absolutely bra as well. And a reminder for you guys, obviously you've seen it on the, the podcast Instagram page, that the monthly playlists are moving to Apple Music because Spotify want to charge me about 10 million quid for fucking creating playlists. Fuck you, Spotify. A wee shout out to a really good pal of mine, Mikey. 
he's not been well recently. Um, he was in hospital for some time last year, and he's getting better. That's the main thing. And I'd be lost without you, Mikey. You cheer me up all the time. Love you to bits, man. He has just launched a wee project with his dad over on YouTube. It's called Drone Man Scotland, and basically they're chucking a wee drone in the air and filming the local area around Musselburgh, and they're trying to get further afield just to find some interesting things to point a drone at. Uh, Mikey's done all the music for the episodes, and he also narrates it, which, if you know anything about how ill he was last year, that is no mean feat, and I tip my hat to you, man. I really do. The, the channel's brilliant. And I'll, again, I'll stick a link to the YouTube channel Drone Man Scotland down in the show notes. And that's it. Thanks very much for your company over the last half hour or so. We shall see you at the end of August for Mayor Push. Cheerio, bye. <laughs>